You are now listening to Creative Masters. This is the podcast where we interview musicians, photographers, directors, comedians, designers, and other creatives to discuss how they got started, how they got past those bumps in the road, and how they built a career off their creativity. So let's get right into it. I'm your host, and I'm Team Double Machine Masters to bring you Creative Masters. Now let's start the show. going on everybody this is reggie aka nobody famous you're listening to the creative masters podcast before we get to the podcast just a quick reminder and a quick thank you for everyone who's donated and pledged to the patreon page for the tracking identity documentary on simon illa if you haven't heard the episode that i did with him you can go back in in the archives and listen to that it's a very dope story very dope episode but basically he wrote a book called tracking identity and i'm doing his documentary so you can go check out the trailers on the patreon page it's patreon.com tracking identity and basically what you can do is pledge ten dollars and you can be the, one of the first people to get the documentary this summer um, as usual thanks to everybody who's been liking subscribing sharing the podcast leaving feedback i greatly appreciate it and every time you guys send feedback it helps me to fine-tune the podcast and the guests that we have on so thank you guys for that also if you're a music producer and you want to submit beats to the podcast you can go to itunes leave a review and rate us and then shoot me an email at creativemasterspodcast at gmail.com saying that you left a review as long as well as a couple of beats and i will include them in future episodes so this week for episode 27 we got a young music producer he's 21 years old out of arizona lakey inspired i ran across him probably about five six months ago and we kind of follow each other just been chatting back and forth and the thing i like about him is very consistent every morning just about that i get on instagram he has a new beat video up i saw his follower count go from you know a few thousand to almost thirty thousand in just a few months so he's really hustling out here he's really inspiring and he's really kind of ahead of his time as far as the business sense goes so in this episode we talk about how he got into music yeah so i've always been around music but i was never like into it like that um i just loved it and music was a huge part of skating for me as well um just listening to music every time uh, i skated and stuff just always needed it then we get into content on the internet and how he's constantly pushing out new stuff um i know it's crazy but the internet and instagram and all this stuff it just moves so fast and there's so much content being pushed out every day that it's like dude if you're not posting like every you know like every couple every few days or whatever it's just like you kind of just get kicked under the rug or just get overlooked sometimes we also get to following your heart and how sometimes you gotta take jobs you really don't want to work if you go through most of your life just doing shit that you hate to do and you're just like man like i got this job and whatever you do have the nice stuff because you're having the money but it's from a job that sucks your life like you can't, you, enjoy, you can't even enjoy it you can't dude you can't at all like i started seeing that we get into these things and so much more so sit back relax and enjoy episode 27 of the Creative Masters podcast featuring Lakey Inspired. What's going on everybody? This is Nobody Famous. You're listening to the Creative Masters podcast. This week I got a guy I probably ran across him six or seven months ago. We follow each other on Instagram. He's a very dope music producer. He brings heat literally like 
every single day. We got Lakey Inspired. How you doing, my man? Hey, how's it going? I'm Do- doing good. <laughs> dope, dope. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and sharing your story with us. I'm sure that everybody listening is going to get uh, a lot of dope information out of it for sure. Cool. Yeah, I'm super excited. This is actually my first time ever doing something like this. So. Oh, really? So then you're basically last week, well, the episode that came out today, so when people hear this next week, uh, it'll be last week's episode. The person I interviewed was their first time too. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So pretty good. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so why don't you give us just, you know, the 60 second elevator speech of who you are, where you're from, what you do, and we'll dig into it from there. Okay. Um, yeah. So my name is Jordan. Uh, I'm from Chandler, Arizona, and uh, well, otherwise known as Lakey Inspired. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm a 21 year old music producer, um, and that's I mean that's mostly what people know me for and what I love to do. So yeah, I just make beats and uh, yep. That's dope. <laughs> that's that's dope. Like so why you? Uh, Let's start at the beginning, I guess. So, like, how did you get into music? Were you, like, in the band? Were you in a band? Did you, like, come across the bootleg um, version of Fruity Loops? Like, what's kind of, like, your backstory? So, no, it just ha- it just really happened organically. It just happened out of uh, – and, sorry, my, my voice is a little raspy. I just got off of a cold. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, no worries. But, no worries. but um, yeah, so um, – I started making music about almost about almost three years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it just happened really organically. It was just, um, uh, just curiosity. I at the time um, I was skateboarding. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, I thought like this is my life. You know, like this is my purpose. Like that's all I want to do is skateboard. Um, you know, I just wanted to get sponsored and be pro and like, yeah, yeah. so music was like a huge part of my life and, um, all of my siblings and my dad actually, um, plays instruments. Um, they all play like keyboards and drums and stuff like that. So I've always been around music, but I was never like into it like that. Um, I just mm-hmm. loved it. And music was a huge part of skating for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just listening to music every time, uh, I skated and stuff, just always needed it. And, um, yeah, one day, uh, it was my sister had got an iPad, and we were just kind of chilling. It was like a, it was like a Saturday or Sunday, and um, at the time, one of her friends, um, her name is Mindy, and she goes by Minnie, and uh, she's actually from Phoenix as well, um, and she was a rapper, and so we saw her doing her thing, and she's pretty sick, and we were like man, this is so cool. And she just got an iPad and it had GarageBand. So we were just like, oh, like, let's let, like, let's write some lyrics and mm-hmm. uh, try to make a beat and stuff. So um, it was really just something to do. I, I didn't think anything would come out of it. But um, yeah, we're, we, tr- we tried to learn how to make a beat on GarageBand on the iPad. And uh, I just remember from there, like, that's like, I couldn't figure it out. So I was just like, man how did how do you do this like yeah. i was so yeah so it was like just so intrigued like it, i just wanted to figure it out so bad and so i would ask her all the time like hey lacy like i borrow your ipad like and she'd be annoyed like all right go ahead and mm-hmm. so i would just take the ipad in my room and uh sit on that for just like hours trying to figure out like how the hell do you make a beat and mm-hmm. i just really wanted to make it um and at the time, uh, I was listening really heavy to uh, Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. and I was listening to uh, like Bastard and Goblin at the time. And uh, I, like I said, I 
I had all these um, siblings that do music and stuff, but I never um, dabbled with it. So I, I didn't know anything about music. Like I didn't even know what chords were mm-hmm. or like anything. And I was just like, man, like I was listening to Tyler, the creator's music. And I was like, man, this is so beautiful. Like how, what is that? And I would just call it like, what are the sounds in the back? Like I knew what the beat was, the drums and stuff. But I was like, I didn't even know what to call it. But I was like wondering like, oh man, these chords are really beautiful. But I'd just be like, damn, what is that? Like, how do you make that? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I went on YouTube and looked up how to play she by Tyler the creator and I learned how to play that on the piano mm-hmm. so I, I kind of tried to remake the beat I went and played the chords and the melody on the iPad and put a little beat behind it and then from there I was just like totally hooked into it and then I just started learning other songs by him trying to recreate it looking up like uh tyler the creator type instrumentals like what the hell is like how do you make this kind of sound yeah yeah. and um my brother actually gave me super good advice because by this time i was like i was still skating that's all i cared about but i was i don't know when i wasn't skating i was like trying to figure out how to make beats because it was just so fun Mm -hmm. and um and I just really, really wanted to figure it out. And uh, he, I was talking to him one night, and like I, uh, he's a musician, so I was telling him like, yeah, I'm just like messing around, trying to make beats and stuff. And he was like, hey, if you wanna, if you wanna learn how to make beats, um, he was like, learn chords. And he's like, you know, just uh, try to learn the piano, and mm-hmm. and that will just help you a ton. Like if you can learn how to play the piano, which is true. Like mm-hmm. man, that was the best advice ever, because. Like from there, I started teaching myself to play and all this, and it really is true. Like one, once I learned the piano, then I could do everything. Like I could play the bass and the chords, and the, and it was funny because he told me like learn chords, and I was like, oh, that's what that is. And yeah, yeah. So from there, yeah, then I got hooked, and it was just a, just like a really natural progression. Uh, I just kind of rolled into. Uh, doing music full time just slow it just slowly started taking over and then Mm -hmm. the next you know all of a sudden I wake up and it's like dang this is all I care about this is all I want to do and (laughs) yeah yeah. I think that's kind of how it works too because it's like I mean sometimes people just start early let their parents (laughs) like shove a you know instrument in their face or something like that but even for me Mm -hmm. like I didn't start tiles at 18 and we had a program to like edit video but it had a little section to like make music in it as well and like I made a beat, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I just, it just, it was the same thing. It's like, man, oh, I really? Beats. I want to make beats. Like, how do I do this? How do I get that sound? And like, you know, Neptune's was big at the time, like super huge at the time. And then um, Kanye came after that. So it's like, how do you, how do you do these samples? Like, how do you speed this up? How do you flip it? Things like that. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I can totally relate to that. Let me ask you how. I guess I got a couple questions, but the first one is like, how much does like. Um, does or did skateboarding and still does like influence your music so when i listen to your music like it's really chill it's really dope like i for some reason like on most of your beats like i hear currency over like a lot of them so like what kind of like what's the kind of like the relationship between the type of music that you make and your skating background um the thing that sticks out the most to me is um i listened to a lot of tribe when i was skating oh, I gotcha. and so i i know um there's a lot of other music but one that i would like to just that i know for sure like 
really influences is uh, I, I remember days where I was just at the park um, skating for hours, just like listening to Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I it was cool because I loved music and I had to listen to it while I skated. I hated skating without my headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, I And so... Um, it was like when I got into music, I already like had s- such an ear for what I liked, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool because I already knew like what I wanted to make. The only thing um, that was in between me making that was just, you know, trying to figure out how to make it and learn. So, uh, yeah, that that was something that influenced me a lot. That's dope. Yeah, there's just something about those Tribe albums, like even like. When, when I used to live in L.A. and just walk around the city, like, I would pretty much... I will listen to a lot of different stuff, but, like, I would say probably half the time, I was, like, just listening to Tribe because just the energy and just, like, walking yeah. around, just lost in the headphones. It's just crazy with what they make. So Yeah, the... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go no, go, yeah, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah, the first Tribe song that I ever heard was Can I Kick It? And it was actually in a skate video. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, once I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, that is so chill, like what the heck is that and yeah, yeah. look that up and then from that song i just learned all about them and mm-hmm. got all their music and was totally hooked that's really dope because i've i've uh had three or four people on the podcast that's like around your age and you know you guys are like babies are not even born like when some of those albums came out and it's so dope to hear like the next generation of like beat makers and creators like really listening to like tribe and stuff like that oh yeah <laughs> i think that's really dope um so let me ask you, like, so I know you said you wanted to, uh, like, you just couldn't figure it out. You were trying to make beats and, and always just going back to it, trying to, like, figure out what chords were and different sounds and things like that. So mm-hmm. what uh, what were your beats sounding like? Like, how does your first beats compare to, like, what you make now? Um, I can see, um, I can see some of the beginning things in my music still just with the synths like mm-hmm. certain um like synth leads um and still having um like some ambient sound to it mm-hmm. uh, but when i first started they were just like in my in my mind they were just like straight up like old tyler the creator beats like if you go on youtube and look up like old tyler the creator beats they mm-hmm. pretty much sounded like that or um what I was listening to a lot at the time when I first started making beats was um, the Odd Future Tape One, and so it, I I was just I love that. So I always think like when you start something, you're always you know when you first start you like copy because you don't know how to make it. So like I was trying to make replicas of those, and then once I figured out how to make those, then I started like sh- really like shaping into my own sound, figuring out what I liked um but yeah when I first started it was still ambient chords and synth leads um my drums were like way different they were all over the place mm-hmm. and so I I definitely uh got my drums more structured and cleaned up and stuff but um yeah it's cool I still have some of that same style yeah and I think it is important to especially like when you're starting out I think everybody does do it um, it's kind of copy like who who inspires you, and then like you said, like you take little bits and pieces from different places, mm-hmm. kind of ad- you know adapt that and adopt it into your own style. Oh and, yeah. And eventually, like over the years, like you know you're kind of honing into your style more and more and more. So, you know, I think yeah, that's, that's perfectly natural, you know, s- steps in the process for sure. 
Yeah, um, I actually could see like the transition uh, from like like when I was first making beats, it was like at first I had to just straight up copy, you know. Mm -hmm. But then once I started learning how to play the piano a little bit and could and make my own uh, chord progressions, um, then I learned what it was about to. Then I learned what it was about to start like um, pulling things from other songs, like which is what I still do, like. Um, like you were saying, you just take things from all types of places and and just like mush it up into your own thing. Like I'll be like, oh man, like so I would be like, uh, oh I love like how ambient like Tyler's chords are, and then I'll be like, oh man, I love Pharrell's percussion, mm -hmm. and then I'll hear, oh I love Evil Needle, like his bass lines are just like so freaking sexy, man. Like mm -hmm. R and B, like so, and then somebody else's drums, you know. So you, then you kind of mix it in your own. It's really cool. Yeah, for sure. And how how I guess let me ask first, like how long did it kind of take you to get the feel for like when you started learning chords, and then after you learned them, like where did <coughs> where did that take your beats from your early beats to you know after you really started getting to the chords? Um, so it took me, man. I don't know. I almost wasn't paying attention because it's just having so much fun. But mm. uh, it it took me a good. I think I was making beats for about six months before I uploaded my first song on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. So, which is pretty quick. Um, I know some people will be like, you know, musicians for years and then decide they want to be artists or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think about six months. I kind of. I could play by ear and I could I could write little melodies and figure out chords and stuff. So I would, I would say like six months, like nice. got, learning how to play by ear where I could, you know, make a song and stuff. Um, and then once I learned chords uh, and had them down like that where I could make songs. Um, and then I don't know, it was like a year or so after that where I just started really developing my own sound and figuring out what I liked and getting into better chord progressions and learning more about uh, like R&B and jazz because that, that's the kind of progressions I like the most. Mm -hmm. So That's dope. And what do, you, what do you listen to in, like, in the R&B and jazz space just for like inspiration? Um, I love Erica Badu. Mm -hmm. um, I love Jill Scott. Um Hmm. Yeah, those 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 are two legends right there at R and B. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those two. Like I had their. So in my car, like I still have a CD player. Like I don't have aux cord. <laughs> it's so old. But I went and bought those two CDs and like couldn't. Like when I heard them, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is so sick!" And they helped me really get into that type of. Um, just those type of progressions and those m mm -hmm. drums and stuff. I learned a lot from from listening to that. Um, so yeah, um, but then I like to listen to a lot of hip hop as well. Mm -hmm. um, just ma just mainly R and B, like neo soul mm -hmm. and like hip hop. Like those are just like my biggest influences. Yeah, and those are good. Those are good <laughs> influence for sure. Like Badu and and Jill Scott. Um, so let me ask you. 
Are you doing any, like, are you working with any artists at the moment? Are you, I know you have like a Patreon page that you release beats on, and then you also have like a SoundCloud that you release stuff on. So is that kind of like your main focus right now? Or, or what's kind of like your focus as far as progressing as a music producer? Um, I'm not working with anybody right now. Um, my main focus is just to, um, just make the best music that I can. And just my, my baby is SoundCloud. So that's where I really put out all my stuff. And that's how I'm growing as an artist the most, I think, um, with just getting my, my music. Cause really my mission is to just spread my music, um, with millions of people. Like that's just, that's, that's my mission. So, um, yeah, SoundCloud. I'm. I, I worked all the way up to. I'm doing uh, up one upload every single week now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just getting it out through there. And then yeah, I did the Patreon stuff. Um, that was just like Patreon's actually really sick because I make so much music during the week. Like, mm-hmm. like so I'll I'll put out one song a week on SoundCloud and um, but but. But uh, in that week, you know, I probably make like four songs or so, four or five songs, and then one of them will just be good enough to make it to my SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. And so I always have all this extra music, you know, and I don't know what to do with it. Um, I started like making beat videos on Instagram and stuff. So I was like, oh, I could use that. But I still had the actual beats. Mm -hmm. I was like, I still feel like there's not enough. And then once I found out about Patreon, I was like, dude, this is a way that I can start um, making income. Mm -hmm. And it's also a way that I can um, still get all this music out that's just sitting on my laptop. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, Patreon and Instagram and then YouTube, I got into those, um, just for like all little types of reasons like that. But, uh, my main thing is definitely SoundCloud. And one thing that really caught my eye um, about you is kind of just like your consistency on posting like on Instagram. So it's like literally because of our time difference and like when I wake up in the morning, like I get up like around five and when I look on Instagram, like you're usually the first like post of like the beat that you made the night before and pretty much it's like almost every morning. So like, Oh, really? Yeah. So what, like how did you develop your business mind? Did somebody kind of school you on that or has it just been kind of trial and error over the last couple of years? Oh yeah, I so I'm like super super into um like self improvement, okay. self development, and I know and I notice you are too on your story. I see that you're reading all these books, and I get super excited because I'm I'm also really into self improvement and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, yeah, just um, over the years and stuff, just listening to a lot of different people. You know, like Tony Robbins is the OG yes, for yeah. sure. Um, I just got so a text about my friend just texted me. It's like, I just finished a Tony Robbins book. What's next? <laughs> oh yeah, for real. His new book. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um. So Tony Robbins is just the OG. Uh. But yeah. Um. You know Gary Vaynerchuk course, and yep. um. I did do one of Ty Lopez's um. Oh, his sixty-seven steps. Um. I know a lot of people are skeptical about him, but yeah, that was a re- that was actually a, a pretty good course. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jack Canfield. Yep, Jack. Um, yeah. So like, anyway, all of these guys just reading their books and listening to their stuff. Like, they talk about those type of things, especially Gary Vee. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, about consistency mm-hmm. and having um, a schedule and just being um, just being organized and professional, and you know, so. Um, from there I slowly started like, Oh, okay. Like 
uh, I think at first I started with like, I was putting out at least one song a month. And then I started putting out one song every two weeks. And then I started putting out like, sometimes I would squeeze in an extra song in there. So there'd be like three songs. Mm -hmm. And then once I started growing more of a following on SoundCloud, um, then I then I got like totally serious. I was like, okay, like I'm going to do an upload every single week. And uh, so, yeah, I just slowly moved into doing that from listening to all these guys talk about getting organized and mm-hmm. <laughs> having uh, something. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's like super dope, especially at like 21 to be um, thinking that way because you're only setting yourself up just to win in the long run. You know what I mean? So it's like you're, put, you're putting all this good stuff in your mind. You're developing all these strategies and building a solid foundation. So later on, you know, later on in your career, you're always going to have that foundation. You're going to know what to look for. You're going to know what to do in different situations. So I think that's like really dope. Um, and another thing I noticed, even from since we kind of came across each other, you know, five or six months ago, whenever it was, till now um like your instagram from that consistency has just like been exploding and it kind of reminds me of uh, odd kid out because i know we're kind of mu- all mutual instagram friends and whatnot and he the same thing yeah. kind of happened to him so how do you think that that consistency of just always releasing those songs like you know every month then every two weeks to every week has played into growing your soundcloud and growing your instagram dude huge so huge like that i seriously like i watched it grow like at a really fast rate when i when i decided like okay i'm gonna start putting out beat videos on instagram Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna make sure i do you know this many a week so i would pick a number just like soundcloud i was like oh i'll do uh you know two or three videos every week and dude once i started like getting up to doing like videos every other day like I was like, what the heck? This is crazy. I started, yeah, man, I started like getting like a thousand followers a week. And I was like, what the heck? It started growing faster than my SoundCloud account. And I was like, holy shoot. And uh, yeah, so um, Gary V, I was watching, he just did um, an episode of the Ask Gary V show with. uh, Logic, that one? uh, Oh, that one was sick. No, that one was really dope. But he just did one with Kyle. Oh, Did you see that one? I yes, that I think one, no. it was. Yeah, it was like two days ago. But I just watched it yesterday, and this was super cool. He said something that I was like, "Oh man!" Like I, I, I've actually been wondering this as well. Um, one of Kyle's friends was like, "Well, you know, uh, what what do you think is better, Gary? Um, like quantity or quality?" And uh, Gary V said quantity, and he said that you need to be putting out music. Um, he was like mm-hmm. saying some crazy. No- he was like, you need to be putting out music every day. And if you can't put out music every day, you need to put out music every other day. And if you can't do that every three days, and basically he was just saying you need to, as as at your skill level, you need to be putting out as much music as possible. And he said because um, he said quality is subjective so you know something that you think is so good um you know might might not do as well with Mm -hmm. other people you know or something that you just made which i understand this too like there's songs that i i made and and thought uh you know this is like pretty normal or whatever and then i put out on soundcloud and it ended up you know going really far Mm -hmm. and like like just totally passing my expectations and so yeah he just said 
he thinks uh, quantity over quality, and I think that makes sense. I think that has a lot of truth to it because um, I've experienced that as well. And mm-hmm. so right there, I was just like, cool, let me know. Like, oh, I'm on the right track, you know, like I've been putting out a lot. Because I've been putting out so much, I started thinking about it and was getting nervous. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, man, am I putting out too much? Are people going to, you know, get annoyed or whatever? Like, or, oh, uh, um like, should I save some of this? Because, like, what if in a couple of days I hit a writer's block or something? Because I'm just throwing out, like, everything I'm making, you know? Like, yeah, right yeah. when I make it, it's on Instagram and stuff. So, yeah, but uh, I think he's right. So I'm going to just keep, like, making tons of music and just putting it out super consistently. Yeah, and I think at these times, too, everybody has such a short attention span like that. Uh, yes, exactly. You know, 60-second time frame is like enough to really like capture people's attention like and you keep doing that over and over again they're definitely going to remember you and you're going to you know get in their head and it kind of even reminds me too of um it was oh it was like 11 years ago now but i remember um i was really trying to like take my music to the next level and i I had what was called like i had i called it the 100 song summer and i put like this poster board up like in my parents basement when i was like still in school and stuff and I wanted to like touch a hundred songs as a producer. So if I mixed a song, if I remixed a song, if I made a beat and recorded a verse, I was like rapping at the time, whatever the case was, would be like in 90 days, like I was just trying to do that. So I had to do something at least every day. And oh, wow. From the beginning of the summer. And some days I had to do like, you know, two songs. So it's like from the beginning of summer to the end of the summer. And I got to like 80 or so, but just by putting in all that effort, like it took me to a whole nother level of just consistently like creating, creating, creating every day, even when I didn't feel like it, even when I had writer's block, whatever, just had, mm-hmm. had, had to create something. So um, dang, I, that's sick, man. I totally agree with you that that's actually one of the things too, that made me start thinking about getting more consistent was because, um, I know it's crazy, but the internet and Instagram and all this stuff, it just moves so fast. And there's mm-hmm. so much content being pushed out every day yep. that it's like, dude, if you're not posting like every you know like every couple every few days or whatever it's just like you kind of just get kicked under the rug or just get overlooked sometimes Mm -hmm. because dude there's like a million things catching everybody's attention like it's nuts yeah it is really nuts i like sometimes i even just try to take breaks from like scrolling and stuff because it's like so much stuff like it just can be overwhelming but um so since you since you kind of we already touched on the whole like self improvement reading books and things like that and obviously you know you set goals and you probably you know are in the train of thought of thoughts become things and everything so what oh, yeah. what uh, are some things that you set out to do musically like that you set a goal for yourself that you've already accomplished so far that I've already accomplished yeah um, so a few milestones I hit like I remember working to get to ten thousand followers on soundcloud Mm -hmm. once i hit that then uh i went for 20 and now i surpassed 20 and then um got to 30 i'm at like i'm at like thirty-seven thousand right now and then my my next milestone like where i think like oh man like this is a huge chunk is 50k so Mm -hmm. i'm almost at 40 so once i hit 40 there's only ten thousand more and that that'll be my next one but yeah just hitting those milestones, hitting certain play milestones. Cause like I said, early on, I, 
was trying to figure out, you know, kind of like, oh, what's my mission? Like, mm-hmm. what what do I want to do, like, with my music and stuff? And it was really just like, I, I really love music, and I just want to share it so, so bad. Like, if I couldn't share my music, like, that would, you know, like, I, I don't know, that, that would just suck so bad. Like, because it, it just means so much for me to share it with people. So my goal was like, I'm going to share it with you know, mm-hmm. millions of people, like, I'm going to share it with the world, like, <laughs> so. And I think, I think it's just so, like, just to hear, like, a 21-year-old say that, I think it's so dope, because you take, you're doing the right approach, because, like, if you're doing it for the love and to share it, it's like, all of the extra stuff will come with it, you know what I mean? So, like, you'll, yeah. make, you'll make money off of it, you'll have placements, <coughs> and all that kind of stuff, but if you do it for the right reason, you know, mm-hmm. all the other stuff will come. And I even said it uh, in, in an episode last week. I was just like, when music, like, I was always just wanting to make music just to put it out there, put it out there. Then I got in a situation that made it like a job and mm. ended up taking like a year off because oh, man. it like sucked the creativity out of it. Like it sucked the passion out of it. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's, it, it ended up being a blessing because I got into photography as a result. But, uh-huh. you know, initially I was like, man, I just can't, I just can't do it right now. Like it just was just like, it just zapped my energy because it was like not fun, you know? Yeah, so I, I try to, dude, yeah, I try to be careful of that all the time because there's certain times where I've taken on um, like a project for like a YouTuber or something and had to make songs and it turned into like deadlines and mm-hmm. like it was like stressing me out and making me to where like, it would make me get a writer's blog because I was stressed and I feel like I had to manufacture something like overthink uh, it. Yeah. I have to make this like, instead of just going to my keyboard and my big thing is like how I make my music is just, I just follow a feeling. So I go there and I find chords that really kind of touch me. And then I like from there I go, but when you go to your keyboard, like, Oh, I just need to create a beat. Like, I don't know. And you have to do a certain amount of them, like, it turns into kind of, like, it is like a job. Like, you got something to do for somebody else. And so I try to I try to be careful mm-hmm. with that, um, trying to balance out, making sure I'm having fun and just doing things that I really love. Mm-hmm. And then also at the same time, getting projects done for other people. Yeah. Well, at least at the same time, you got so many beats on your hard drive, like, can always pull from yeah too, so. yeah true yeah I that. yeah when they hit me up with with like oh, i need some beats like i'll some sometimes i'll have a few already i'm like yeah. oh these will work probably yeah for yeah. sure um so let me ask you say there's somebody who's listening who's like your age or even a little younger like around when you started 17 18 and they want to make beats or they want to be a photographer or do whatever skateboard or whatever and they're kind of like waiting on permission to get started like what advice would you give them about going for it um well if they list they're listening they probably know that i'm about to say that you don't need permission Mm because they probably already know that in their heart but yeah you really don't and especially now because it's all about us man it's like we have all the tools we need we have instagram and youtube and soundcloud and spotify and Mm -hmm. You know, these things are all open and free um, to a certain extent. And so, you know, 
there's no but there's no gatekeepers you know like you you go on and make an account and you start taking pictures and posting mm -hmm. them and networking and you know like so if you're taking photos and stuff um and if you're just starting out i would definitely uh i would definitely um say to find somebody that you really like find a style you like if you're just starting out and just study people that you like and figure out things like oh man how are they getting that you know like their color grading is super sick like what program are they using or um man how do they get those crazy like shadows those sunset photos like oh like whatever so you just start studying it and then yeah you don't need any anybody to tell you like oh yeah you can you can do this now it's just man there's just so much tools out there that for sure you can just get on you know and start building something yeah you just got to do it like you got out there like you said just start building um mm -hmm. couldn't agree more so i ask this question on on every episode and i always get interesting and different answers so you know kind of like in the past like the definition of success has always kind of been shoved down our throat of you know, a lot of money, a big house, big cars, all that kind of stuff. But people are kind of redefining it for themselves. So what is your, like, personal definition or how have you redefined success for yourself? Um, success is, like, for me, it's just, um, man, I heard Tony Robbins say this one time, and it just, like, resonated so much with me, uh, just doing what you want, wherever you want, when you want, with who you want. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, that is like the ultimate life. Like, mm -hmm. I just pictured like, dude, I wake up every day, I freaking make beats and I go skating with who I want, all my friends or whatever. I go to whatever restaurant for lunch to eat food, like just total freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, that is like, that sounds like an awesome life to me, you know, just being able to have all those experiences and it just is really like freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's kind of like where I'm at too. That's like dope. You said like freedom because my thing is like time and like freedom. So like, I'm always trying to like put things in place and, and do things to where I have more time and freedom, you know? And, yeah. And I think that's like important because when you, when you have that time and that freedom, I feel that, it opens up your life to be more creative and to do more things and give more to the world and, mm -hmm. and, and everything, you know? So it's like when you're always like, if you focus on the wrong things, like, you know, trying to have the best car, trying to have a ton of money and stuff like that, like that doing that stuff after a certain point just sucks all your freedom away. So yeah. Cause there's always be something balance. better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's always something better. Like I learned that pretty early on with like clothes like you all man once you buy a new pair of sneakers there's like always another new pair that's like Everybody, way more yeah. hyped up <laughs> way more hyped up like oh man i got these well those though like those though like yeah. you know like, <laughs> yeah. and then you get those and it's like but those ones <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah and i learned like oh man like if you do this you're just gonna keep chasing things mm -hmm. and i think that you take that and you can scale it to whatever cars or house or you know things like that so i think also just being grateful with what you have and learning how to appreciate what you have and then for me also something that i think is a successful life would be um just doing um some like 
having your work like be something you love, you know, because mm-hmm. I think if you go through most of your life just doing shit that you hate to do mm-hmm. and you're just like, man, like I got this job and whatever, you do have the nice stuff because you're having the money, but it's from a job that sucks your life. Like you can't, it, enjoy, you can't even enjoy it. You can't, dude, you can at all. Like I started seeing that like when I started to grow up and stuff, I started looking at these people that are like, oh yeah, I make a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. And they have, they do, they have all the newest gadgets or whatever, you know, PS4 comes out. Oh, got that already. Mm-hmm. You know, this car. Oh yeah, I got this car. Like, oh, like, whatever new laptops new apple watches new clothes like always staying fresh to death and they always have stuff but i would realize that they're getting it from a job that they don't like mm-hmm. and then that job is not something that they really love doing and it's not tapping into their full potential and so i'll and, and then they're and then they're spending all their time there mm-hmm. and it's like dude like yeah you do have that whatever but uh you know you're at work seven days a week Mm -hmm. and you have you're just looking forward to the weekends and so you're basically like spending seven days a week to enjoy two days of like your little whatever you have you know going to the lake with your new boat (laughs) like yeah yeah and i see i see that every day because i do work a corporate job but i'm like in the creative department there and okay. every every week it's like on Monday people are like oh it's Monday and then yeah. when Wednesday rolls around well it's hump day and then you know tomorrow's <laughs> gonna be like it's almost Friday and then on Friday it's gonna be like what are you doing this weekend and it's just a repeating cycle over and over and over again and it's like I kind of always think about like Gary V like there was a solid like ten years where I had to eat shit and had horrible jobs and had to hustle <laughs> and do yeah. all of this to put myself in a like in a creative position yep. to where like it could give me more freedom. It could give me the resources to do things like a podcast or shoot a documentary or go travel mm. or whatever. But I had to like make that sacrifice for that. And it's like, I'm, I'm kind of the person I'm the type of person who's like, if I had a job like that, I didn't like, like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like I would, just, yeah. and I have quit. I have quit jobs. I didn't like. Absolutely. I think the the thing with that is, you do have to do that. Like you do have to go get a job you don't like sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as you have an out in your mind, you know, as long as you're striving for something, then I think you're good. Like you don't need to, because even for me right now, like I'm working uh, at a direct TV retailer and I just do customer service. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's not something that I want to do and it's not something that I want to grow in. And I've already set those boundaries. Like, because technically if I could, um, I, I could like move up and I could make a ton of I could there's like opportunity to make like thousands of dollars a month and like be doing really really well but um I just I just I just set those barriers you know like mm-hmm. this isn't what I want and so I think as long as you go into it with that mentality of like I'm just doing this so uh, I heard Casey Neistat say this one time where he was like I I always had jobs that would fund my create my creative like stuff so like you're just working your job right now so you can do your creative stuff on the side until you can do your creative stuff full time Mm -hmm. and so that's like me right now i'm actually in the process of um well i just started making monetization checks from soundcloud so 
technically uh i'm in a place now where like i can quit my job so i've been doing this for like two two years i think though you know so you gotta make those sacrifices yeah and i mean and you're young too but even with that it's like you can learn from those jobs from like those crappy jobs oh it's like heck yeah i've had like call center jobs that i hated and i but it helped me talk to people better. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it helped me to sell better, and it helped. Just there's so many different jobs that, like, in the moment, you're like, I hate this job. I don't want to be doing this job. But if you like, when you look back at it, it's like I learned something from that job. Like I picked up skills from that job. And if you approach it that way of learning from it, because it's all gonna be temporary. Like if you have your goals mm-hmm. set and you're working to where you're trying to go, like that's gonna happen. You know, like you're gonna get to where you're gonna go. So you just learn from those jobs and like you just keep it moving and and I'm kinda the same way too. Like my goal is I wanna be like a creative director for like some organization or some company that kinda like influences culture, like on a major on a major level. So it's like right now I'm a web content creator and it's like a you know, it's at Home Depot, Fortune five hundred company, huge company, all that. But it's like Uh eventually I wanna like move you know, there's, I I kind of already have a path like plotted out of what I want to do because like <laughs> in four or five years I want to be like a creative director for like a big major corporation type thing. So that's what I'm working on. You know, so it's the same thing. And I think you gotta have it. You gotta have it charted out. You gotta have a planned out of what yeah, you want, what yes. you want to do. Yeah, looking in. Yeah, that's huge. Um, just knowing where you're going, or at least having an aim to where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Because uh, if you don't, you just are kind of wandering around. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I just told myself I was like, I'm. A, I have to get a job, so I'm gonna get a job. And I got a job. This is actually my first job ever. <laughs> so, oh, nice. well, my first real job. My first real job before this, um, I was just doing like you know under the table mm-hmm. stuff, like um, cleaning houses with my friend's mm-hmm. mom. Um, and doing like being a nanny for my sister because <laughs> I have a yeah, bunch yeah. of nephews, stuff like that under the table money. But this is actually my first and only um, like legit uh, job. And I've, yeah, I've been doing it for two years. But I told myself I was like, I was like, I, you know, I set a goal. I was like, I don't want to be here longer than three years. Mm-hmm. I was like, if if that is that well i i didn't want to think of that i was just like no like i don't want to be here in three years so Mm -hmm. as long as like i figured out how to how to make money full time off of music in three years then like that was my thing and i i'm almost two years i i I don't know i've i've been there for like uh probably like a year in like like eight months or something i don't know but uh so I'm almost at two years and I and I just um, just with the Patreon and now the monetization stuff and then, you know, obviously leasing beats and mm-hmm. selling beats and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I'm actually making like enough income right now to where I could quit my job and and uh, get by. But it, it would be getting by. So I'm I'm waiting out just a little bit longer. I have a few more ideas I want to get out before I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, but and yeah, pl- I'm plus you cl- read uh, Tony Robbins' book, so you got to throw some money, some low cost int- uh, index funds, and things like that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm I- I'm almost there, man. Though I'm I'm really close. I feel like I'm probably like eighty percent there to like totally being self employed. So that that's really dope, man. And I, I just think <laughs> I would think back to like my twenties, like my whole that whole decade was just like building a, a 
solid foundation for like the, even though I was like making a lot of money, like it just built a solid foundation for like the rest of my career and the rest of my life. So, yeah, man, I think that's really dope of, of everything that you're doing. Um, so, how, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you at? Um, you know, on Instagram, SoundCloud, all your links and stuff. And of course, I'll link them up in the in the description as well. But let's let them know where yeah. they can find you at. Um, it's just Lakey Inspired um, a- everywhere. So it's just if you look up Lakey Inspired on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on Instagram, on Snapchat, um, Patreon. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's just Lakey Inspired on all those different, uh, whatever you call them, <laughs> platforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. All right, dope, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It was a really dope conversation, and uh, I hope everybody listening, you know, got a lot of great insight out of i know like i'm super inspired by by talking to you so i definitely appreciate you coming on oh yeah absolutely man and thank you for uh having me and inviting me on here this is really exciting for me this is like i said the first like interview or podcast i've ever done so i i really appreciate you reaching out to me yeah for sure certainly man so everybody listening this is uh nobody famous this is the creative masters podcast until next time peace So there you have it. That was episode 27 of the Creative Masters podcast featuring Lakey Inspired. I hope you guys got a lot of dope information out of it. I think it was a very cool episode because he's ahead of his time business-wise and he's out there hustling and doing a lot of great things and he'll go far in his music production career. I'm Nobody Famous. I can be found at Nobody Famous on Instagram and Twitter and be sure to follow the podcast at Creative Masters Podcast on Instagram. Like, share, rate, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, peace. Thank you.